as I told them, I'm the one that's going to present this. Uh, but uh, that's my favorite. My other concern is fiscal impact. And my, other, my next concern is industries. Uh, you know, this bad players, let's go get them. But we don't want to end. I think you referenced a uh, good player. You know, we, if they're doing the right thing, we don't want to put them on the deep end. But uh, what's the, uh, and just, I'd just like to hear from the committee, uh, y'all's feelings on the bill. Uh, that's kind of my concerns. Uh, and I guess the first order of business is adoption of the, and I'm certain the, the amendment is a, uh, it's a strike and insert. Thank you. Thank you. Um, is there a motion to adopt the amendment? I, I would move if, if you want me to. I, I didn't want to throw anybody a curveball, and I do want to apologize to getting that to y'all late. Um, you know, it's easier probably to do here, uh, or we can do it, you know, take up the amendment at full, how, however you want to do it. But like I said, it seemed to me that the stakeholders were in favor of it, and I don't know of any in, any neural people that have signed up. Am I incorrect on that? I think we've heard from everybody. So and the Manufacturers Association, I think, where are they? They were here. Yeah, we were here. Okay, and, and they said they didn't have anybody willing to come up. So, uh, yeah. Anything you want to add? We're still reviewing the bill, so we have no condition right now. Okay. Um, what we need to do, I'd rather see us clean our episode by adopting the amendment. Okay. We're just going to go from there. Okay. Have a motion for the adoption of the amendment. Do we have a second? Second. And second. Any discussion? I think through testimony we've got some bits and pieces of what's in the amendment, but we're going to definitely need some time to review it. But we have a motion and a second. Um, all in favor of adopting the amendment, raise your right hand. And for Kevin, John. Any opposed? And you've got Kevin. You've got Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Now we're working off the amendment, whatever the amendment may say. Uh, okay. Now let's have some discussion as far as the, like I say, I've pretty well expressed my concerns and it comes down to cost and undue burden on business. Um, David, we're making all the plastic toys. Um, do you hang up for this? Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> 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 I give credit for that. Uh, I'd like to hear from any other members of the committee. Senator from Oklahoma. I want to do all we can do to help the folks in Charleston, to help us all over. Um, I'm also concerned about the cost. For instance, we have a plastic manufacturer or one who makes, as I understand it, the Mumford industry out of Greenwood. And I, I would like to talk to them about the question of can we containerize these um, myrtles? And I'm not sure whether they produce are all of them produced as big myrtles or smaller myrtles or BB myrtles? I don't, I don't know. But they, again, I guess some of them, 
the heavier ones would be easier to clean up and would not be as problematical as the small ones. You know, based upon what we've heard here today, obviously these things have to be kept out of our environment and have to certainly be kept out of our water because it's building efficient. But at the same time, you know, I'm really interested in us getting advanced recycling going in South Carolina, getting businesses up and running in South Carolina, and I want to do everything I can to give them the opportunity to clean up their own act. Obviously, these folks didn't do that, and they're bad actors, and I'm with you a million dollars. You know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, a nuisance lawsuit uh, against them, a trespass lawsuit by the city and the county and the state, frankly, uh, as they have damaged the, your environment. So I don't know how they came to a million dollars, whether that was a fine or whether that was a jury verdict, but it should have been much, much more in my estimation. And then you sound like you clean it up. And that, that's really concerning. And, you know, we've got a big problem with, uh, it seems to me, with, with China putting plastic out in our ocean. Um, I actually do some deep sea fishing from time to time. I'm literally a king of pond, uh, almost like a little island of, of larger plastics, which, you know, is something that's going to have to be handled on the international stage as well as nationally. I would like to see what EPA is doing about this. I don't want us to have a hodgepodge of states making decisions on these issues. At the same time, we got to clean it up, figure out how to do it. So I'm, I'm a little, I'm on a little bit more time before I would commit. Um, but I understand Senator Sin's situation and her need to get this done as quickly as possible. Maybe the water's better than nothing. Um, but at the same time, I want us to be able to make sure business can still operate. For instance, I've never heard anybody complain about Mumford up in Greenwood, and I don't know whether they're near a stream or not. I just haven't heard anybody complain about it. Generally, if somebody's complaining about somebody in Greenwood, I hear about it. Because I won't be the sewer. So, you know, I just, I just don't, I haven't heard anything about that company. Um, so, those are my major concerns. I haven't heard anything from industry, and that really frustrates me you know, trying to make laws that we're not even hearing from the other side. It may be so bad that they don't, they don't want to come in here and hear from us. Okay, well, I mean, it, it, it may be. Um, I, I'm not so sure, though, that the ones who are operating correctly need to have these onerous things put on. Now, you've got in your bill that, that, that we need to do containerization as a, as a method. It's not mandatory, but it's one of the cleanup methods. You, you, you've got it in your amendment there in your bill. So. Again, I'm, I'm concerned until we do the environmental, uh, I think we're good on the environmental side of it until we get the cost to business. Um, I'm, I'm a little concerned about going forward with it. Senator Richland, do you have anything you'd like to add? No, I'm, I am listening intently to the discussion, but um, Nothing to add at the moment. Yes, okay. Um, first, we have a series of misunderstanding, and I think that, that that's because you are putting into effect things that you know about in the South Carolina maybe, or you think you know about um, without really hearing it from the witness stand here. And and yes, we uh, the, the, the industry certainly knew that this was coming up. So if they had any objections to it, it 
they shouldn't be here. We all know that we don't have to have a fiscal responsibility uh, statement fiscal until the second reading. So we're not there yet, but we will get there and we're not going to be able to get it up um, in full by the 31st. So you've got some time to study, but I think one of the things that you need to study is that Mumford or whatever, they make plastic bags. They don't make nurdles. Okay, I didn't, I, when, when I was hearing that there was a nurdle manufacturer in South Carolina, I was surprised because my understanding is they're, they're manufactured in Texas and then it's easy to get them here and you know, they go out of Charleston Harbor over to China. So I want you to understand that what these things are is a building block for anything plastic, like those plastic bags. So yes, Mumford can use these if they wanted, but they're not responsible for these. So it's not going to impact that or any other. Um, is there, let me ask them, is there a normal manufacturer in South Carolina? So I'm not aware of a neural manufacturer, so I'm not, but I, have, I mean, I have no idea. And I think, you know, DHEC and I were just conversing on that as well. Um, you know, so I, it, it depends on how, how they're classified, right? And, you know, how far this, you know, goes and what is defined as pre-production plastic. And that's why we're still, you know, studying the bill. Um, I know it's been followed for a while, so. But my, to my knowledge, to answer your question directly, I'm not aware of a neural manufacturer. And I suspect we would all know about one. We had one. I'm sure Mr. Hitt would be all fired up about it because, again, it is one of the biggest, um, I, one of the largest items that are being shipped out of port. I mean, by capacity, not largest. And speaking of that, um, I want to make sure that you understand. You, you said, I don't know if it's a big nurdle or a little nurdle. That ain't a nurdle. Um, that, that's a wad of, of already manufactured plastic bags. This, if is the size of a neural, and I'm happy to give it to you. I'd like to show it to you because um, not only are there different colors, and um, and I'm told that what that is is because somebody, some manufacturer may say, hey, I need this this color, so can you add this? Like if they're going to make water balloons or whatever they're going to make, there's a yellow, there's a blue. Some are, some are larger than others, but they're all very, very tiny. So what we heard earlier is that the ones that are normal size neurals, which I'm happy to show to you, eventually get worn down as well so they become smaller but one of the really cool things that um that i've been made aware of is that we think that there is is another neural packager out of south carolina because we are finding some that look like little tiny pillows they're not shaped like the the round ones okay so they're different those sink these others float so we're not really sure why it's made like that, but we know that we're finding a good number of those now as well. So I understand that, that you want to study it a little more. I guess in Charleston, we've been having this problem plaguing us. And so I think the, the further we go and the longer we go without giving DHEC, this, this is really not even a big tool. It's a small tool to make them do the right thing. Um, we, you know, the longer we go, the worse it's going to get. And um, as far as, you know, any, any other part of the state or better regulation, I agree with you. I will co-sponsor anything you want to bring up. I will sponsor something better later on. But this is at least a start uh, for us to to end up getting DHEC to have some regulations in place to punish these bad actors. Or next thing you know, Frontier or any others are going to say, it's not my girl. Send to you. Yes. 
if it's pre-fried plastic production, I'm concerned that lumber has to use some type of these or whatever in order to produce their bags. I, I just don't want to, I don't want to put them in this category, you know, uh, unless they are. And if we could go with just, if you want to go with just knurls and, and tighten it up, I may, I may be with you. Um, I'm just concerned that the industries that we have that are not bad actors, and I'm with you. I'll even join you in a lawsuit, counsel. You are, you're a lawyer. You're quite capable of bringing a lawsuit, and I'll, I'll sign on there with you. To help we, we've people. already done that. Got a million dollars. Got a million dollars. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, if you need, you know, we'd be happy to participate with you. I'm concerned about, and, and again, I, I would need to call Mr. Mumford and find out, make sure that we have plastic production and going on in Greenwood and Ware Shoals, where they're actually taking plastic product. I think it's far side. I think they're using something heavier or bigger and, and using that. Would that be considered pre-plastic? Pre-production. Um, yeah, would that be considered? They're taking plastic and then they're molding it and modeling it into a... So generally the kind of pre-production plastics we're chatting about, excuse me, um, are nurdles, which is what we found. And we know in other states like Texas, the only other materials they really classify as pre-production are typically things like plastic flakes and powders. So my understanding that Mumford actually works to um, take back um, plastic products that already exist and, and break them down and repurpose them. So they shouldn't be using pre-production, they're actually doing post-production industrial recycling. So can we make that, can, can we amend today even to go ahead and say that it's just a it's the pre-production that we're trying to take care of, not post-production. That was such an idea. What, the pre-versus pre post? It's only pre? Yeah, that's, that's all. That's what I'm they're saying here. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yes. Can we specifically say non-production non plastic? Not post-production. Does it say that specifically? It doesn't exclude post-production, but it only would apply to free. Yeah. This is the title of the amendment. Is this to regulate? Is there a definition? We may have to ask DEC. Is there a definition for pre-production versus post-production plastic? Not in the current regulations, but I have seen some um, from from other sources. We, we could add we could add those in this in this yeah, bill. We can work to, to, to develop one. Mr. Chairman, I'd move to amend to make sure that we've got a definition of it. I think that make your bill stronger as it relates to what she's trying to to do. Um, you're wanting to, to make an amendment that would be a definition of pre-production plastic as well as post-production plastic. So specifically it does not apply. So it's only snare of it doesn't so the industry. Have a motion for an amendment. I have a question. Sure. About um so in making the distinction between pre-production plastic and post production plastic, that's a tongue twister. Um, is it because the term nurdles is too broad or, I mean, what is the, what is the reason 
or the rationale behind making that distinction? I don't think I understand. They said that you, they have powders and flakes as well that are considered pre-production. So it, it's not just nurdles that would be pre-production. Um, it's the nurdles we're running into trouble with, but globally they have powders and flakes. Okay. Okay. And, and so I guess the other part of my question is, are we only seeing this issue in the Charleston area or on the coast or uh, like, or is it not limited to a certain demographic? I can speak as that. Um, actually, this is a global problem. And, and like we heard the Senator saying that the EPA may make a move on it, but uh, their federal government is supposed to be making a move on medical marijuana for the last, what, 20 years? So I'd say we don't even try to wait for that. Um, Texas in the Gulf, that's the, I think somebody testified to that, but anyway, I know it from my knowledge, um, is the only other area around the United States that has a greater concentration of the plastic pollution, pre-production plastic pollution um, than, than our areas, and it's specifically the Charleston area. Um, but that's where they're manufactured is Texas, is that's the big manufacturer there. Now in Europe, they have a lot worse problem and it's been going on there for many, many years and they've already taken some steps in Europe to try and fix their issue as well. So I would say it is a global problem, but it is not just um, Charleston specific. Yes, a lot of the packagers have moved to the Charleston area because that's where they want to package it. They, they're middlemen basically and then it goes on out through our port. But like I said, and you may have been gone, Senator McLeod, but um, when Frontier, before they even moved to their facility over the harbor, they were inland. And the next door neighbor complained that he walked out and it looked like there was snow on the ground um, at, their, at their plant right there. And, and it's not just Frontier. I mean, these are not all Frontier nurdles. It's just these little boogers are hard to keep control of. And until, and I like what Senator Garrett's saying that, you know, we need to come up with a better packaging solution from the manufacturer all the way down. Um, I like that idea. But right now, at the very least, we need, need to be able to let DHEC uh, regulate this so that they can't just say these are not, you know, these are not mine uh, kind of thing. So uh, that, that, that's the reason. So no, it's not just Charleston. Definitely, though, it is a Charleston problem. Thank you. One question I've got. Have others dealt with this? Texas has, and, and I am going to reach out to Texas and see how they feel like. I'd be curious to see what other states have done and how this can happen. You know, if we don't need to reinvent the wheel, we might have got something good in there. I'm with you on that. Always a good, good thing. Any other comments or questions from members of the committee? I request that we get unanimous consent just to make sure our definitions are squared. Oh, that's right. We've got a motion. A motion and a second to get a uh, definition of pre-production plastic. Post-production plastic, I'm sorry. Now, post, post production plastic could be a gazillion things. Yeah, no, that's, I think we need to get an exact definition of pre production plastic. 
Because we don't ensnare any good any of the good folks. So we don't ensnare. We don't just be very specific. And I think my friend would be there for yeah, I would. In, in thinking about post-production, there may already be facilities that are subject to industrial stormwater that handle plastic some way that may be covered. So any of these definitions or changes that we make, just make sure that it's not going to change what EPA has mandated that we have to regulate. So we'll make sure we're very clear with, with that in post-production as well. As long as you have a definition. Mm -hmm. Mr. Chairman, I'm I'm good with it as it relates to this. Again, you know my concerns, but okay. just want to make sure we don't ensnare everybody into right. this into this bad habit. Right. I agree. At this time, the chair will entertain a motion. Move to Thank you. Yes. Um, we move to report out to full committee favorably. As a motion to report out favorable. Is there a second? I second. No motion second. All in favor of reporting out favorable, raise your right hand. And Kevin Johnson. Okay. All opposed. Motion's carried. Three to two. See you in full. Thank you. Thank everybody for coming. And I know we've drug you out a long time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, before we leave, has anybody had their questions and questions? <laughs> we don't want to rush through anything, but uh, I do appreciate everybody's patience. I appreciate everybody coming today to talk to us. Wait, it's all out of the room, so let's get out. <laughs> this meeting is adjourned. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you.